This is essentially episode zero of what will be called the Smokehouse Sessions. And we're live. <clears throat> Which, I guess live is a, a, a term relative, term. Yeah, relative <laughs> term since this will be uploaded at a later date. But uh, I guess the purpose of this one is to just kind of discuss the purpose of this for both of us mm-hmm. and, uh, and whoever else may join us from time to time. Sorry if you hear cars going by. We live, we live right next to a busy street. You're a liar. <laughs> yeah, I might be. Uh, so yeah, I guess I'll just um, as people listen to this, you'll recognize different voices. I'm Dave, uh, currently a graduate student. I'm doing this as kind of a, an outlet to discuss things that maybe aren't always thought of in the highest of light uh, in the academic setting, as well as to just kind of. They hear different viewpoints of people that aren't in the same kind of part of the world that I'm in. Interesting. Uh, my name's Curtis. I'm currently unemployed. Uh, I want to be a comedian someday when I grow up. Uh, I just thought this would be a fun idea. I've been talking about doing a podcast with anyone who would listen for the last year or so. And... Uh, finally talked about talked about it with Dave, and he got excited about it, and excited to be doing something like this and putting something out there, putting myself out there uh, with a friend of mine who we uh, have some great conversations. It was just time we started recording them. Yeah, that's that's the gist of it. Uh, I best describe this, I hope, to be as some sort of a variety show, mostly current uh, events, focused really around kind of social issues as well as the kind of political sphere. Sports and stuff will certainly come into play, but I think most it's going to be a lot of pop culture and a lot of politics is what's going to get discussed, yeah. at least on my end. Uh, I'll certainly bring the, uh, I'll certainly be the filthy liberal at times uh, here <laughs> to bring that sort of stuff as well as kind of some snobbery to the table since I do have a, a, a little bit of a predilection towards that towards the highbrow of stuff. Well, with it, with Dave being the liberal, it wouldn't be any fun if we just sat around and agreed the whole time. So, you know, I'll kind of be your, your right wing crazy folk. Um, not too big on the on the Jesus, but, you know, I'll uh, I'll definitely represent my conservative values the best I can, and uh, well, I should say not and and although I'm uh, I'm not married to any ideas. You know, I like to discuss ideas and examine them and. Really try and refine decent ideas into good ideas, bad ideas into decisions that got left behind. No, I, I too am not complete. I won't say that I'm completely always a liberal about things. At best, I'm a left-leaning libertarian. Um, as was mentioned the other day, I think that gay married couples should be able to defend their fields of marijuana with automatic rifles. Uh, so as far as I'm concerned, anything like that it can, should be on the table. And that, you know, as far as freedoms and that sort of stuff go. Um, but I'm also always open to different interpretations of things, especially with the current events of the world uh, going on. We're going to talk about that more as we move forward in things. But Certainly stuff like the Second Amendment and the Constitution will be prevalent here as well as, as as you mentioned, religious ideas and ideologies and how people view things like that in our current worldly climate. I think that uh, podcasting and that sort of thing, we are often limited in the way we are able to express our ideas and beliefs in uh, social media and in settings that we encounter every day because of a... uh, 
uh, kind of our phobia of phobias, kind of our, our lack of, of a ability to speak for ourselves often. I think that's a uh, issue that we need to explore more. I believe, and sp- to add to your point, is especially us both being white, cisgender men, as some folks would call it, um, we're almost, I don't want to say we're marginalized, because I don't want to start down the same fucking path that the social justice warriors drone on and on and on about. Um, but being a white man in our society today, you have to learn, you have to have a pretty high level of humility pretty quickly in life. Because very quickly, whether it be through women or race relations, you figure out that you're the one that has to be careful with your words most often. Not, And this hasn't always been historically true, but in a modern society, that's been kind of the observation I've, I've made at a very early age is... Because of I'm a white man in our society, I have to be, I have to be careful about what I say, when I say, and who I say that in front of. Yeah, it's it's interesting to to well, think. I guess of... I guess we should talk about because we kind of alluded to religion and or I think mainly what me and David danced around here is uh, we all know that the tragedy that happened in Orlando with the the Muslim that murdered countless people. Uh, we, you know what? We shouldn't refer to him by his religion. We should call him a fanatic. Can, can, should we try and do that on the show? I I think it's important and imperative to narrow things down to be the most accurate as you can about things. If you want to uh, say that his religious beliefs and ideology played a part in it, that's certainly something you'd talk about. Uh, I've I've read large chunks of of the Quran and and have a, a decent working knowledge of. Of the religion, and uh, I do disagree with people that it is it is not a religion of peace. There are multiple examples I could bring a copy. I could bring my copy in and show and quote multiple examples of where it talks about you know the the killing of infidels and that sort of a thing. Uh, but I also think it's important to have all of our facts straight all the time. You said countless there. You know, we, we know that it's it's 49 people as of right now. Uh, I was tiptoeing around um, facts. I was being a pussy. Yeah. So don't. I think I think all that type of stuff's important, and I think it's important too that if I have a fact or something wrong, or if someone you can disprove something that I say, that it's important that they're able to that people are able to do that, and mm-hmm. if anyone ever is able to do that or wants to just get in touch and discuss things further, uh, we do have an email set up at smokehousesessions at gmail dot com, all one word. Uh, so yeah, but I mean stuff like that, you know, we, we're not. I, it's you know. Islam is something that we will talk about here. Uh, both of us are, uh, I won't say avid atheists, but we both do question religion. And I'm, I'm always interested to hear other people's views on religion. It is an interesting topic because there's so many different philosophies and, and just different ideas people can have on life and death and the, per, and the meaning or the purpose of whether there is or isn't any. Um, Islam in particular for me, has always been the one I've known the least about. So it kind of always has been the scary, the scary foreign... It's you know, been the other. The boogeyman, the boogeyman, yeah. It's kind of always been the boogeyman religion because they've always been portrayed as, you know, in in the 90s it was Persians with fancy robes and weird shit like that. And then into the late 90s and early 2000s, especially post-2001, it's been, you know, the... Taliban wear or the towel around the head terrorist that is kind of usually depicted. 
But it does become, like I said, you know, it becomes the other. Like, you know, anytime it's race or religion or anything like that, when people are, you know, as you say, afraid or worried about something else, it's the other. So during Vietnam and, and those times, it was, you know, the yellow other. It was just, you know, or even since then, is you know, appro approached that kind of stuff time and time again. Uh, my always my thing is always it's it's very important to be kind of self aware and aware of of what we're doing how we're living, uh, as we go through life that it's because we can get caught up in kind of the the boring and the mundane parts of life, and I think that's when people turn to religion to kind of explain something because we are afraid of death, and one way we can use religion as we kind of turn turn towards death is in a sort of a, a worship of death in the Abrahamic religions where there it's a promise of something better or you're saving other people by getting them to believe in your religion, which I have always found to be problematic that the promise of something better alludes to that what is here is not uh, great. There, you, you, you touch on something very interesting there. Yeah, there's always something that's been that's felt very icky to me personally about the 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 Christian relate the Christian relation to heaven and how it's achieved and getting there. It just it never, in my experiences, and these are only mine, it never felt like there was really a a pure motive there with a lot of the folks I I would encounter in those settings. It was it was almost like there was an ulterior motive, and it could have just been my own projections on the environment I was in. I don't know, you know, I, I, it just, it never was for me, I, I'm, not, I'm not into drinking the Kool-Aid and following people, I, I kind of like to walk my own path, even if it is a little weedier, maybe a little, get a little more sand in my shoes, I, I think that's part of the quality of, or building quality into life, because that's something I believe you, you should do every day. No, I, I can't say that I, I fully disagree, I do understand though that, that for people just kind of reasoning behind behind belief and it provides them with being a part of something especially in a society now where we're so vastly disconnected uh, as we kind of you know we think about social media and you know i think a more accurate term for social media often is an anti-social media it it isolates us and we you know people are like let's meet face to face like well when do you want to skype well, that's not meeting face to face mm -hmm. and i understand that we're projecting this you know this in and of itself is a way to communicate with people you know, miles and miles away, so I mean, maybe I'm a little bit of a hypocrite there, but I, I think that kind of this disconnect that we have from each other in society kind of paves the way for that sort of a, of a belief system and things like that where uh, it's, a social, it's a social outlet as we have progressed further and further, you know, away from neighborhoods and communities and stuff like that. It's one of the last real hold-ons of a social, of a real person-to-person -person social network churches churches you know uh, there's yeah. a there's a great book um that's i'd highly recommend uh called uh, bowling alone that really deals with a lot of that sort of stuff and uh you know how he used to have you know neighborhood bowling leagues and it was a way for people to get together and to talk and to meet each other and uh i can't tell you the author off the top of my head but yeah bowling alone's an excellent read uh it's a and it, it deals with a lot of this as far as, you know, the, the downfall of the community. And so the, I'm guessing the author is referencing how people, like, 
people don't know their neighbors as well anymore. Yeah, like they it's, don't, it's, it's, it's very much a lot of that. And if we want to kind of, you know, come full circle here and start talking about the Orlando, and get back to the kind of Orlando tragedy, that sort of a thing, uh, you know, it, it gets back to if you think about after, you know, something like September 11th, it's see something, say something, all that kind of stuff. But as we become more and more isolated, it's harder and harder for us to, you know, identify. And some of these, some of these awful acts, these tragedies, could certainly be avoided. Um, if, you you know, think if it weren't for social media? Not necessarily social media, but it's the disconnect. All, but I'm and not, but all technology, all the disconnect, that sort of thing. There's, you know, there's. You could talk about if this person was radicalized through something like Twitter or something like that. Um, yeah. Maybe, maybe somebody paying more attention to him and who he was interacting with or how he was acting could have prevented something like that. I'm not, you know, necessarily to say, but I think that. Largely, you know, the reach of of a terrorist organization like ISIS is, you know, exponential due to things like social media. In fact, I don't think it, it's it's widely known that I they thought, have radicalized people through social media. Yeah, I thought that was funny though. That did you see that the anonymous hacked a bunch of their accounts and turned them uber gay? Yeah, like, I, yeah, the they had a lot of rainbow flags and yeah. things like that, and they had dude sucking dick and shit like I that. I didn't see that yeah, one. Well, I didn't see any, but like I was reading an article about that. So who knows the the I think I don't remember where it was. Elite Anonymous Daily does some like really that. neat stuff, and if, I mean, and maybe to change gears a little bit here and talk about that sort of stuff. If you want to see something really neat about Anonymous, there's a documentary on Netflix called The Hacker Wars. It's really cool. And it kind of pertains to some of the same stuff we're talking about a little bit with freedoms and that sort of a thing um, because it deals with a lot of how the government reacts towards groups like Anonymous and, and hackers and things like that. And it's and what, what they'll put you in jail for. And, you know, we right now we're propping up the Second Amendment as being the, the like, amendment to that mm-hmm. people. And we pay a lot of attention to that. But the First Amendment is the first for a reason. And guys like Barrett Brown or uh, the other guy's name was Aaron Auerman or something of that nature, uh, they went to prison and Barrett Brown is still in prison for really for for math, as as one of them puts it in the documentary. Barrett you write you write is a, that the one that did Silk Road? Uh, he may have been one of the ones from Silk Road, or was Silk Road the dead Dread Pirate Roberts? Mm, yeah, that's Dread Pirate Roberts. Yeah, that's the Barrett Brown's a different guy. Okay. okay. Um, but yeah, no, they. I mean, well, and they're not even. Sorry to cut you off, but they're not even sure if Dead Dead Pirate Roberts was the, the guy kid. they arrested. Yeah, yeah. they're not. There's still no. I don't think the K, the FBI proved that in their case against him. Yeah, no, it's it's. I all could the, be wrong. Or it's like Aaron Schwartz. The he ended up committing suicide, but. He was one of the. He was the guy that set up the server that was downloading all the documents from like the Harvard Library, and was going to put them out and was putting them out for free. He got arrested, and the way the government treated him for you know basically just exchanging information that wasn't harming anyone. It wasn't. It was just yeah. giving people the ability to learn. Uh, it, it's really the, it's really clear anymore that the freedom of speech that this act what we're doing kind of right now the freedom of speech the ability to say what we think what we feel is fine for the for the government to let us have until it is inconvenient and then a guy like Aaron Auerman who goes to his hacker name was Weave um, but he goes to jail for like three to five years for for math he creates an algorithm that adds one or subtracts one and goes to prison for an extended period of time for that or a guy like Barrett Brown who speaks out 
openly against what the government's doing. And when he's approached by an FBI agent, they exchange words. He goes to jail for over 100 years for threatening a federal agent. They really put him in jail for uh, 100 uh, Currently, or at least that's what, you know, that's what this, uh, like I said, the hacker wars on Netflix uh, is that's what it definitely alludes to, and there's there's a lot lot of issues you know kind of with our rights and stuff like that. We've given up a lot of rights and allowed a lot of things to be infringed upon in a lot of ways in order to keep the gun. Really, you think that a lot of these things have been done to keep the gun? I think that often we are kind of given a cloud of disinformation that people get worked up looking at you know the possibility of the government taking away the second amendment yeah. which i'm not i'm not alluding to it being unimportant but i feel that people often get worked up about the keeping of the second amendment and while that's happening other rights freedom of speech freedom of press freedom of religion are infringed upon and we're how do you think freedom of religion has been infringed upon though i mean if you just look at the way that people are, are treated in the media and day-to-day for their religion, whether it's Islam or Christianity or, or anything. We, we look at people differently if they openly worship. If somebody starts praying at a table, you know, when you're out having dinner, you would look at them differently. I'm not saying the government stops that at all, but, but definitely freedom of press and freedom of speech, definitely have, we have issues with that. And like I said, it, all that stuff is fine and dandy for people to have until the government finds it to be inconvenient. He had to do 63 months. Who's that, Barrett Brown? Yeah, in January of 15, he was sentenced to 63 months in federal prison. Yeah, then it was, it was redacted then, because when the documentary came out, he was facing 105 years. Jesus Christ. So, I mean, and, and yeah, but 63 months for, for not, like, making a death threat. He literally, he did not make a death threat. He actually said something like, you know, I, I wouldn't kill you, but I could end your life or something like that, basically alluding to we could hack your credit cards and that sort of stuff and ruin your life. Yeah. And face 63 months for that, it's ridiculous. That is absurd. So, I, I yeah, it's, uh, there's a lot of stuff that it's, you know, it's hard to hard to wrap your mind around, and it's important to, to make people aware of that sort of stuff, I think. Definitely, definitely need to have more open discourse of ideas. You know, intellectual, not equality, intellectual, what's the word I'm looking for here, Dave? Help me out. Egalitarianism? Yeah, no, that's way too big a word. I wouldn't use a word like that. <laughs> I'll be honest. I, mean, um, I, don't, I don't know. I, I, I lost my point. I, it's, yeah, no, it's just... I don't know, but that's, you know, for... Since this is, you know, kind of episode zero still, though. I mean, this is the kind of stuff that we're going to talk about, and I didn't prepare any notes or really no, do any reading either. for any of this stuff to kind of lead into it. But if, if people kind of like the what they've heard possibly so far or whatever, and, and sound quality and stuff will pick up as we start to get more than, you know, this is a recording from a phone, so a podcast from a phone it's what this is. But yeah. uh, as we start to get more sophisticated and learn this stuff better and better prepared, uh, if people like what they've heard, or if people want to chime into any of this type of stuff, again, you can get a hold of us at smokehousesessions at gmail.com. Um, that's really about all I've got. Uh, hopefully come come at you guys with uh, you know lighter topics of, of things like we can talk about music and movies and books and that sort of stuff as we progress further. And uh, hopefully... Some days. I, really, I don't want to stay away from the juicy stuff, though. I, don't, I think it's important to... 
really bite into those. No, but to discuss, you know, the the purpose of things like books and movies and stuff like that in culture, I think it's also equally important. I mean, we could have yeah, a, yeah, a yeah, we yeah, could yeah, certainly yeah. have a good discussion on a topic like Captain America Civil War and what that says socially as a social kind of commentary on on where we are as a nation. You can't have that conversation about Batman and Superman because that thing sucked. That movie was terrible. That that movie was a lot better with a fast forward button. <laughs> it's, it's what it is, but that's <laughs> that's about all. That way. <laughs> you go from you know you cut out all the bullshit and just get to the cool fighting. Um, but yeah, that's about all I got. And if there's anything else you want to say or or if you I don't wanna... have anything, uh, at Bad Riddles on Instagram. All right, and that is all I got. We gotta make a song. We gotta get an intro song. Do you follow Tate Fletcher on 